Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? from section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to section 336, next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearing stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, Matt, that's a little fast forward to the intro. Is that just how we're going to do the whole show, like the uh, Micro Machine Man or something now? Well, I tell you what, we have actual baseball to talk about for the first time in a while. There's a lot to get to. We have a lot to talk about. So I thought... Yeah. Instead of having the viewer turn us on 1.4, 1.5 speed, I'll, we'll just do the whole podcast in 1.5 well, speed for the listener. Okay, so this is kind of like, just like baseball is speeding up with the pitch clock, we've decided we're going to speed up our, our podcast as well. Yes, if that means we can get done in 40 minutes, I'm all for it. Short <laughs> time of this thing. Yeah, right, right. We're going to record it super fast, and then we'll slow it down and put it out for the podcaster. We That's record right. in 35 minutes, you listen, and it takes an hour and five. You can listen at your own pace. That's the beauty. Do you wish, Josh, with baseball, you could have that option? Like, would you watch it at 1.5 speed if you could? No. In fact, I think it's bad to listen to podcasts at 1.5 speed. No, but I'm saying the baseball game. No, oh, no, because no, see, you do this crap. I don't do this. I like the games live at the pace of baseball. I like the pace of baseball. You like to go in and do like the game catch up where it speeds up to the moment. That's that's not true. The highlights. First of all, I here's the thing. I would prefer to watch it live, but life gets in the way. And I just skip commercials. That's all I do. I just skip the commercials. Okay. All right. You don't do just a uh, game recap feature or whatever on there? No, no. I don't know. Um, though that's a good feature and SAS always does that. No, I watched all the game. Now, last year, listen, I sometimes, depending on who was pitching, I would get, I'd give a plus 30 between pitches because it takes so long between pitches. Well, I can't ha- do that anymore. All right. I love the pitch clock, or I guess it's officially called the pitch timer because it's not a clock. It goes backwards. I don't know. There's some controversy on the internet about it. I don't, I don't know. know. They get the countdown? Yeah. So I like the pitch clock. I love it watching so far what I've seen this weekend. I'll tell you what, I'm a little concerned come Thursday because there's certain pitchers, especially for the Yankees, that I know I've got time to run to the bathroom. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be like every everyone in the stadium and go in between innings because then you got to wait in the line. But I know baseball well enough that I can figure out the pace of the pitcher and know, oh, i got time to run to the bathroom and I'll be back and not miss a thing. Yeah. And I, I don't get that anymore. Josh, There's, forget that. What about concession lines? You can't if if you're gonna get it, your little oh. chicken fingers, you're gonna miss three innings. You better be bringing some uh, some uh, mangoes to I the game on Thursday. Mangoes, peanut butter sandwiches. I'm gonna be. You're sad. right. You're right. The concessions on opening day, when this stadium is packed. One thing we know about Oriole Park is it doesn't matter if it's a sellout. They don't hire any extra concession people. Yeah. There's long lines. I, but there's you, ten thousand people in there. You know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> I'm gonna bring cash. So I can buy from the beer vendor, because I'm not going to okay. wait in the line. I got to go through the guy that comes around with the bucket. Is, is that still cash only? The beer vendor guy? 
I don't know. I just assume so. I'm not going to pass my credit card down the aisle. Well, Josh, I, I, I had to get Silas had a field trip and they need $25. Don't ask me where they're going for a $25 field trip. I don't even want to get into that. I, I, re, I, I found, I discovered, um, Emily said, you know, how about you're out? How about you get some cash? I realized I, I really have no idea how to get cash I, now. I don't know no, how. I'm with you. I'm I with have a you. debit card. I don't know my pin. I don't know, you know if I ever even set up a pin. Do you know how I, do you know how I give Emma her chore money and birthday money? And like oh. she went on a trip, graduation money and all this. I would guess Venmo. I Venmo her. Yeah. yeah. I don't. If there's cash in the house, it's because someone gave it to me for some reason. I had to borrow Emily's debit card and she had to tell me her pin to get cash. Or I have no way to oh, access here we cash go. myself. We got cash out of the ATM on uh, before we went on the cruise in December. We still have cash in the house. Because we have that, that, that pile from December where when we need a couple dollars for a kid or something, we go there. You know, Tooth Fairy comes or something, we go into yeah. that little cash pile because we don't get cash out of the bank. Yeah, we're becoming a cashless society. Yeah, And, and, and hey, did you, did you yeah, see? Speaking of cashless and concessions, okay. there's a new concession stand at Oriole Park at Camden Yards where you go in, you scan your credit card, and the door opens for you. And then you take whatever you want and walk out, and the cameras see what you take and bill oh, your credit card. it's like an airport card. thing. They have these at the airport. Yo, you've been? I've never seen these before. I've seen them at airports. Yeah. 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 So it's one of those things where, like, you take it all, and the cameras just record and charge you. Yeah. I've never been in there because the whole thing freaked me out too much. But Yeah. It's totally. Stuff, but, yeah. But it's, it's a way better thing to help with that concession line as long as, I don't know, maybe. Because the other problem I'm worried about is if it becomes like self-checkout. Because there's self-checkout, you can go really fast, or you get stuck behind an idiot, and it's really slow. Well, remember last year, too, they had a whole, like, the credit card machine stopped working. So how are you going to have credit cards only, and then all the credit card, card machines stop working? That well, that be- can't happen. Oh, that's a good point. I don't think, the beer vendors must not take cash, because I think Camden Yards is a cashless facility now. Yeah. So... So right, take that, Jay Gibbons, who said we're a bunch of old men. We don't even do cash anymore. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, open a day pregame. If you want to come outside to the block party over by uh, WBAL, Orioles Radio Network, and come buy a Birdland Sports sports shirt pregame, uh, no cash. Only taking card. You, 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 you don't have change for a 50 I, over there. Exactly. I will, yeah. I will take your cash. But I ain't giving you any change. If you, if you have cash, you better have exact cash because I'm not taking any change. Yeah. And, and when you give me all that cash, it's just going to come home and go in that cash drawer upstairs because I don't know how to put cash in a bank. How does that work? I don't, unless you can take a picture of it with your phone and it goes right to your bank account like, le, my, le, like a check. If you can't do that with the cash, my, I'm not sure how to do it. My bank doesn't even have a physical building. At least not one around here. Yeah. So it's like, is it called Silicon, yeah, Va- it called Sil- Silicon Valley Bank? There's a reason you don't have a physical building in one of those. <laughs> no, uh, it's not. Uh, it's not. But either way, I still don't have a bank. So I, that's a good point. If you pay me with cash, then that's going to uh, go in the drawer somewhere. So yeah. cards I mean, all I was play. I was searching the, the couch cushions for I, – I, I, I searched ca- couch cushions for change. Let, 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 like I'm a kid in our old house, Josh, where dad would sit and just drop change wherever he went. Like there's no – this idea of oh, change yeah. in couches is not really a thing. 
It's no. just a thing we grew up with. Yes. But there's no, I don't, I don't know if I've ever found a coin um, in my in my couch. No, but, but yeah, good point. We're going to be at Dad's this week, next weekend. Yeah, get those Check coins. the couch cushions because I guarantee yeah. he's still dropping cash. Yeah, because Faye and Silas went to Sunday school and they gave them, they made in Sunday school little homemade piggy banks. And then they told these diabolical church oh. leaders, told the kids to take them home, fill up their little piggy banks, then bring it back to church uh-huh. and give it to the church. I thought that was pretty di- diabolical of them. I think it's time um, so to write a lot of obsessed with collecting all their money to get back to the church. Yeah, I think I think a little. It's time for a little IOU, little notes. Yeah, put some IOUs in there. Some some IOUs. It's as good as cash. Um, all right. When you go to, I assume you, <laughs> I assume you tithe. Yes. You use, do you use a credit card to tithe? I I, I set it up automatically on the website so it just <laughs> takes right on my bank account all right i do the same thing yeah but i'm but i'm jumping between churches because i haven't settled on a church yet mm. so it's not been automatic but i text a little number and then it okay. says to charge and i charge my not credit card but bank card yeah um, you- because again these are all places where you used to have a cash there was something came up where i needed a check and i don't have a checkbook either yeah. so i had to order a check from the grocery store yeah, yeah, I don't even a know. A money order, that's what it is. Yeah, money order. Yeah, we have a thing of checks. I don't know if they're I don't know if checks expire because they're probably from the, the 1990s, but right. we still have that checkbook there. Yeah. So you know what I'm really bad at and then we're, we are going to get to opening day. There's so much sports to talk about. I'm sorry. Wait, listeners. <laughs> right. Um Emily and I, you know, I shared the other day about Emily's mad at me about the pastry. Yes. Um I, I, I did, I'm team Emily there. Yeah, I did something even now I think I'm in the right there. If I don't want pastry, I shouldn't be forced to eat a pastry. But I did something, and and I deserve the ire of Emily for this time. This was dumb. Josh, speaking of just putting things in, in like change and stuff, yeah. I don't have change, but like I am obsessed with if I get anything, a piece of paper, anything else, Emily t- tell, tells me to, to, to put it away, it, it goes in my pocket. My pocket is a human – I'm a human filing cabinet for all papers. Okay. I just put them in different pockets. All right. But then don't they go straight into the washing machine? They do. So I just got a new um, uh, license plate. I'm now officially a Georgia resident with my license plate. By the way, $1,200 to get a license plate here in Georgia. Oh, because you have to pay taxes? Yeah, outrageous. But I got my my registration. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, And then I put it in my pocket. And now it's destroyed because it went through the washing machine. Did uh, So do you have a Georgia driver's license now too? Yeah, I got that right when I moved down, but we just finally got our tags. Okay, yeah. got it. I do wish I had a Maryland driver's license because apparently Maryland driver's licenses you can just keep a digital version on your phone. Oh, really? And I'm like, that's the last thing I need to get rid of my wallet and go in this, get rid of this stupid thing that doesn't hold money anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, I still I never pay with my phone. I know a lot of people are paying with their phones now. I've still I haven't gotten that far yet. All right. Well, speaking of. Uh, dad dropping money all over the place. You yeah. want to start about Ryan McKenna or you want to start with the first game? Well, I mean, I think the reference to dad too works also because um, most predictable text ever from dad, tell your kids to watch the video and use two hands. I mean, I think dads <laughs> across America were texting their children and screaming yeah. at the television, use two hands. Even Jim Palmer said it, use two hands. It's like dad saying for hundreds of years to kids to kids for to use two hands and major leaguers never use two hands. And for the history of baseball, major leaguers have gotten away with it 
until this moment. And like right. all dads you, celebrated yes. that they could point to this moment our, where a player should have used two hands. Right. Our text, our text messages this weekend from dad uh, are definitely like oh, the old man on the internet. Like people accuse us of being the old man yelling at clouds. He texted, yeah. he texted about um, using two hands. Then, yes, then yesterday's ugly loss, he texted, oh, this team looks like a last place team. Today, Bradish gets hurt. He texts, oh, the season's really going south. We're on. Ga- we're four games in. Yes. Yeah. Settle down. Josh, where are you? And this is kind of overreact Monday. I tell you what, I am at oh, overreact. We need, we need a, I want I'm a little sounder for embracing the overreaction Monday. Like, I, I'm there with them, actually. All right. I am. I, I like the idea of a little overreaction, like our bold predictions. I think we should have an overreaction Monday segment. Yeah. Like, I want to go back and redo all my bold predictions after just seeing a series. I, I'll, I'll tell you, you want to know what bold predictions looking good after this series? Is uh, my yeah, stolen base prediction. Our stolen base predictions, Josh. Did you get, did you hopped on that too? Yeah, all right, we both well, I remember I said Mullins, Gunner, and Mateo combined for a hundred. That, uh, oh, yeah. that was my. And I said, I said, I said, I uh, said, fifty for Mullins and and Mateo. And my Adley top three MVP is looking pretty good too. Yeah. No. No. And let's let's start. I mean, yeah. We're talk. We talked pre-show about how we need to make a list where, like, every week we're going over some highlights and lowlights of the week to start to kind of start our transitions in the baseball. So let's go over some of those highlights. Game one. I mean, Adley five for five. Putting up nine yeah, runs and got on base six times with a home run and four RBI. Like that is that that is one for the history books. Um, Adley Adley Rutschman's opening day. Like that was a historical opening day, and it's appropriate. Well, yeah, it's something that, that's never been done before. Yeah, and it's appropriate that you know this team is built around Adley Rutschman, and he seems like the kind of player who, in big spots kind of steps up right i mean if he gets a fly ball in the bottom of the ninth with a one-run lead he's not dropping that fly ball like he's the guy i'm sorry we're gonna stop making ryan mckenna uh, ca- 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 mckenna's ca- caught 999 out of a thousand balls yeah but but to me adley's a guy who's kind of steps up in that big moment it's perfect it was a perfect start of the season that he would kind of go off and kind of make a statement saying, yeah, I'm the face of this franchise. Make a, um, I'm, make, I'm make Adley Rutschman, and I'm an MVP. Let's go. His his first at-bat was a home run. Talk about saying, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so a good opening day. Um, you couldn't ask for a better start. I mean, I know the pitching almost fell apart there at the end and made it way too stressful. Yeah. Welcome to baseball with the Orioles. Uh, but – you know, great offensive performance all weekend, really, and, and a, a good win no, opening day. Right, and Saturday we got to see Austin Hayes go uh, get five hits. Yep, five for five as well. As well. So yeah, take t- t- taking turns. Who goes five for five? It was it was fun to see Austin Hayes on that fifth uh, RB, uh, that fifth double, the fifth hit that was the double, and see how much it, see he really wanted that triple. He really wanted to yeah. get that cycle, and yeah, it was fun to see him about it with the dugout. laughing about it on second base like. No, and we talk a lot about how in big moments, like, do the guys really know what's going on or just the fans focus on it? He knew. He knew, and everyone on that in that dugout knew he needed a triple for the cycle. Yeah, and that was cool. And, and that it was cool that to see the game, fun. They interviewed his wife, and um I guess he just his his son, I forget the son's name, 
um, was recently born and he was up there. He's boys one. I think he, he was celebrating his, his, his one year old birthday. Right. Uh, and and uh, and he said he was going to hit hit a home run for him. And he he turned to having a you know a five for five amazing game. Yeah. Um, and so that I was pretty cool to see. So yeah. A, no, a tough um, way to end that game because no one's talking about Austin Hayes because we were just talked about Ryan McKenna, but there right. was a lot and, of good things in the game as well. Yeah, and unfortunately for Ryan McKenna, it happened at the end of the game, and a home run was hit right after it. Because if that happened in the third inning, no big deal. If, if it actually would never happen in the third inning, though, uh, because McKenna won't be out there. No, because no. My argument is this: I and I know, like, listen, I was on board with everybody else. Let's ship Ryan McKenna, not 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 just out, out of the majors, but let's ship him out, out of the country. I was on board with everybody else. But the thing is, when Ryan McKenna dropped that ball, I was furious. I was mad. I was in disbelief. But I also, that was one of the most relatable things I've ever seen. I am the kind of guy who in high-pressure situations, I choke all the time. Um, I remember teaching... My, one of my first years of teaching when we had that earthquake in Maryland and I had no idea what to do. I panicked and choked. I didn't even know where the exits well, were. I was like, I don't know what big, to do. Big, big difference. You had never been in an earthquake before. We hadn't had one in our lifetime in Maryland before. Ryan McKenna has caught a thousand balls. I, I agree, Josh. But even if a little dribbler, a little dribbler is hitting me at shortstop and the game's on line, I guarantee I'm throwing that ball five feet over your head. Because in I choke up in key situations. I think okay. for Ryan McKenna, it was no. a total choke job. I don't, I don't think, think it was about dropping. I think it was about the pressure of the moment, and he lost focus in the pressure of the moment. I don't choked. think it was. A, I don't think it was a choke job. You think it was just random? I think it was just random. I think right, we I think see. I think we see random things happen all the time, and it was random. And unfortunately, like the home run was hit afterwards, so the game was lost. Uh, and I think. I think the bigger story from that game. Is that we were up seven to one, and we blew that lead. To me, that's way bigger than Ryan McKenna dropping a ball. Yeah, but if Ryan McKenna dro- catches a ball that everyone catches all the time, we win. I and agree. Then I it agree. changes everything. But, but if it, Felix Batista struck out Duvall, we win. Fine, but no one was getting Duvall out because he was crazy against us. That's our new guy. I mean, every year there's someone new. This year it's Duvall is going to be the guy that just kills us all year. Um, but. But it's so crazy how that happens, right? One yeah. dropped ball, and <laughs> the whole weekend just feels different, right? Like, we'd be feeling really good about taking two out of three in Boston, and and now I'm I'm with Dad, like I'm ready to throw in the towel in the season. I'm kind of done. I don't know. I my takeaway was more of the, our offense was exciting all weekend. We put up a bunch of runs. I mean, what was it? Nine runs, eight or nine runs, and then five runs. We put up a bunch of runs. Uh, we stole a yeah, bunch of Yeah, if you bases. look at the offensive, the offensive team category, exciting. we are the number pitch. one in all of baseball in OPS, right? Mm-hmm. That's the big stat on yeah. base, punch slugging. We're at the top in steals. We're near the t- top three in pretty much every offensive category after the first right. weekend. You're right. We're up so there that's right why Boston. When I go out of this first weekend, I get a little concerned about pitching. And even more than get concerned about pitching, I go into that what if mode. I go in, what if? We took a little bit of the $43 million profit we made last year and spent it on a real pitcher. I think it was like $65 million. $65 million. What if we spent enough of it so we only made 43 to get a real pitcher? That's what my, more of my takeaway was. 
what have we spent money in pitching? This offense is awesome. This offense is on fire. It's putting up runs. What have we spent a little on pitching is my takeaway. Yeah, because the reality of it is, and I, and I said this at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of our, uh, our pre-show thing, whatever, it's going to be preseason. It's going to be up to – this season is going to be up to our pitching because I think our hitting is going to be fine. Yeah. Um, this I thought I talked about the importance of kind of quality starts. I mean, Dean Kramer, three innings. Cole Irvin, four innings. The only guy that got to five innings was Kyle Gibson. Um, and he gave yes. up four runs in those five innings, so he wasn't that great. Our starting pitchers, ERA of 7.2, and a half, and ERA of 15. That's, I mean, you're not going to win very many games if you if you have an ERA over seven, and all our starters right now do. Right, and that's that's my point. Is and the bullpen's not been great either. It's been it's had moments. Yeah, well, uh, and the bullpen, and and listen, we didn't talk about this enough, pro- pro- probably, but two of your back end arms, Tate, who were D- D- uh, Dylan Tate Dylan was one Tate. of your best pitch- pitchers last year, um, and then also losing Michael Givens. Like yeah. those are significant blows in the seventh and eighth innings. And 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 so that's I don't think we talked about that enough. Also, keep in mind last year we had Jorge Lopez for the first half of the year. So I know our bullpen was a strength last year, but you lose Jorge L- Lopez because you trade him, which could turn out to be a really bad move if you look at this bullpen for this year when you're trying to win. And then you lose um Dylan Tate and Michael Givens and um in 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 with injuries during spring training. And all of a sudden, you have guys like Logan Gillespie getting big innings. You have guys like um, uh, Mike Bauman, who you're relying on. Brian Baker is now taking on a bigger role. And Brian Make- Baker hasn't pitched well in a long time. No, hold on. He pitched fine last season. The second half of last season, he was pitching really well. Uh, our memories are different. I think he struggled at the end of last year. All right, I'll, pull, I'll, I'll look up Brian Baker's stats. I thought the second half was when he really shined. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong on that, but uh, I feel like he had his struggles. So, but at at at, at any rate, I don't have like it's if, if we're looking at the Matt Stroke confidence meter, I have very little confidence in any of our bullpen outside of CNL Perez and Felix Batista. Outside of them, when anyone else is on the mound, I have very little confidence. I and it's yeah, one thing if you're asked. It's one thing if you're asked, you know, your bullpen's struggling. Um, I mean, every I feel like every team, there's like this middle, the middle re- relief is, is kind of struggling, which is why you need pitchers to go, you know, at least into the sixth inning so you can get to the back of your bullpen, which is going to be stronger. Uh, but we haven't even been able to get to the, the back of our bullpen. So we're throwing guys, I mean, uh, Danny, I don't even know how to say his name. Columbo. Uh, Co- Columbo, who... Which we've is just literally wrong, picked up of waivers a couple of days ago, has now right. pitched in two games for us because we just need him to. Yeah. No, and uh, Brian Brian Baker last year had a 3.49 ERA overall, so not a bad year. All right, I'll take that. But ne- yeah, this year it's ten already. But again, small small sample size. I get that, but it is. My takeaway, everyone wants to talk about Ryan McKenna and send down Ryan McKenna. There's people online calling to fire Brandon Hyde because Ryan McKenna shouldn't have been in that game. Talk about overreaction Monday. Settle well, the down. The, the problem is, complain yeah. about the pitching. The pitching's a problem. Not Ryan McKenna. 
I mean, the interesting thing about Ryan McKenna is there's two two things, and you might disagree with him starting because you like Kyle Stowers, and and I get that, whatever. Right. The Stowers interesting thing about that though, tonight is earlier that game, Ryan McKenna had an amazing diving catch yes. earlier that game. Right. The second interesting thing is, even if Kyle Stowers, you guys aren't ready to hear this, but even if Kyle Stowers would have started that game in the ninth inning there's a really good chance that Ryan McKenna would have gone in to replace Kyle Stowers yeah. in the last inning. So yeah. I'm just saying, no. e- even if Kyle Stowers started, you probably would have been in that similar situation. Yep, Ryan McKenna's our Andy Chavez. He's that late-in in defensive replacement. But, Judge, the question is— And he is, showed then, it off early in the season, earlier But then in the why game. is he starting in an early game in the season if that's what he is? Because we know, we know managers do this. We know that in the first series, you try to get everyone involved. You try to get everyone off the bench, everyone playing a little. I guess. I mean, I like to see Bobber in there. And also, Stowers hasn't shown anything yet. Okay, Josh. You can send the hate mail just at Josh Sroko on Twitter. Don't send it to me, guys. I didn't say anything bad about Kyle Stowers. <laughs> just send it to Josh. Is there, a, is there a Sunshine fan club? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are unhappy. And I, I'm included I'm not as vocal about it, but I think Costauer should have played more last year, and I think he should play more this year. Okay. Speaking, Josh, of I making people that. mad and about the offense, I think you owe Mr. Mike Elias an apology because I feel like you poo-pooed the addition of Adam Frazier, and Adam Frazier is, uh-huh. has... One of the best offensive players in baseball yeah, through he's the got first weekend. Some could argue he is the best offensive player through the first uh, series in, 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 in baseball. Josh, yeah. would you like at, to now take this moment to apologize to Mike Elias for poo-pooing the signing of Adam Frazier? At the moment, Adam Frazier has the best batting average on the team at a 556. Yep, best so, OPS as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, 1.822. Yeah, Adam Probably, Frazier. I, that's probably the best OPS in baseball. It's very possible. <laughs> Adam Frazier had a great weekend. Last year he batted two thirty eight for the season. Last year for the season, a couple years ago he made the All Star team. Just all right, pick now, your hold season, on. Josh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm with you. Maybe he did something different this off season. How many home runs does Adam Frazier have this year? He has one. How many or did two? he have last year? I think three. He's got one. Last year he had three. Yeah. So. If Adam Frazier plays all season the way he played this weekend, amazing pickup, Mike Elias. Yeah, it'd be the if MVP. Adam Frazier over five hundred for the rest of the year, he'll break a lot of records. Yeah, if Adam Frazier doesn't hit another home run until July, I don't know what he's doing on this team. All right. So time will tell. Small, small sample size. Forget time will tell. Small sample size. Talk yeah. to me next. If Adam Frazier still has a high batting average a week from now. Then I'm ready to take it back. I'll give you a week. All right. All right. We'll revisit Adam Frazier's numbers in, in a week. Josh, what are your thoughts on um, stolen bases? All this. We are running. It. That I, first game was wild. That the stupid uh, Red Sox catcher, that first game, we stole it five times. Trying. He didn't even throw it down at all. Nah. He didn't even try. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Everything yeah. about the – I love the pitch clock. I love the stolen bases. I love – I love baseball, and I love all the changes they made this year. It's yeah. bringing it's bringing small ball and excitement back to 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 baseball. The fact that even, you can even if the first two Orioles games were still over three hours, so I guess pace of play hasn't affected. No, hasn't 
No, it has. I haven't made it to, to the Orioles yet. No, I don't. Th- it, was it over three hours? First two games over three hours. What, what, what was our game? What was our average in Boston last year? Boston's a slow team. Well, yeah, and there was a ton of runs scored. Yeah, and a it was ton high of bullpen moves. Right. So that's why. And the last game was two forty four. Um, but so, I'll tell you. But yeah, game, if you look at the numbers, batting average is up across the league. Stolen bases are up across the league. Pace, uh, the time is is down by like twenty five minutes across the league. It's it's all it's all good stuff. It's, it's all, all good. good. It's all good. And I don't, I don't feel rushed. I don't feel like I'm missing anything watching at home. I, but I also feel like I'm not looking at my phone. Like I'm I'm paying attention to the game, which is all good things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some so. people who criticized. And, and listen, I'm not knocking these people criticized because you just didn't know. But some people criticize that, like Jim Palmer and Kevin Brown, there's going to be no room for storytelling when the game is being played this fast. But I still, feel like, I still feel like there's time for like, – they're still telling stories. Yeah, Kevin Brown's still asking questions. They're still making jokes. I, I don't and, see how – I mean, you're still talking throughout the at-bats. You're not – so right. I, 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 don't, I, I don't see at all that interfering – and you no. got to remember the the yeah. announcers are yeah. getting used to the pace as well, so give them yeah. a, give them a week, and then it's going to be all awesome. I think I missed a couple hits because they were showing a highlight of the previous play, and the next guy, you know, but there was well, a hit. Don't get, don't get used to that. I missed a couple um, hits, Josh. All right, uh, as we're going through some highlights from the weekend, what's the point of instant replay? Yeah, I, I right bad. now, I'm saying bad. let's just let's just get rid of instant replay in baseball. It does. If you cannot get it right on instant replay, then there's no point in having instant replay. Yeah, especially get that rid of instant. Hit his knuckles. Weird. Yeah, get rid of instant replay, and just go. And we all accept that baseball is a human judged game. But if you're gonna have instant replay, you need to get it correct. And I saw other people complaining that it wasn't just the Orioles. Other teams were having instant replay issues as well. And it, I know I'm all orange Kool Aid drinker thinking replay is screwing the Orioles all the time. But that ball, we've watched that video over and over again. That ball never touched the guy. Yeah, yeah, it didn't touch him at all. And what was it? There was another play where a guy was called out or safe. I forget the other play. That was like, ah, another questionable replay here. So I agree. Over the weekend, the replay wasn't kind to to the Orioles. Did they? I'm not with you. I don't think we should get rid of replay, but you wish they would do a better job of making the right calls right i don't know was it uh adley slide in the second that, did that, that one, one go that, to replay that went to replay there was several that were like close that i thought should be replayed but they weren't and then right. yeah it was maybe adley slide maybe that i didn't understand replay. sending adley slide the replay because that second baseman had already dropped the ball on transfer like two other plays before that <laughs> yeah, no it was a it was a slide into third i thought okay. where the guy like tagged up in his armpit or something got it, got it, got it. yeah 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 there. yep but anyway, um, but I agree with you. Like, you should get the get call right. I, either you have to get it right or get rid of it. Well, I don't it's know if I get rid that. of it, but just just get it right. And especially now, where they changed the rules for replay for the managers, so the managers have less time to call for the replay. Yeah, that makes it hard too. Which I like because it speeds it up. But again, you got to get it right. Everything yeah. is you got to get replay right. Otherwise, it's an embarrassment. Yeah, I don't really understand why it takes so long too. It seems like. No, I feel like it should it's, be a fast thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um any other takeaways from this weekend? Everyone loves Adley. 
Yeah, I mean, we said it before. Um, I think my overreaction is I'm seriously, seriously, seriously worried about this pitching staff, about the whole, and not just the starting pitching, this whole pitching staff. I mean, from, from the bullpen to the starters to, I mean, this year is already off the rocky start because, I mean, if you asked us a month ago, Josh, everyone had Grayson penciled in. All of yep. a sudden, Grayson struggles. And by the way, he just pitched a game at Norfolk. Didn't look great in his opening night at Norfolk either. Sorry. No. He's not coming up. And he's I know, not coming up this week, next week, or in two weeks. He's not. No. He's going to have to put a string of a couple good starts together. Right. So you can't you can't rely on Grayson Rodriguez, which I was relying on. And then all of a sudden, if Dean Kramer regresses, if Kyle um, Gibson's only average, and now Kyle Bradish, and we can get into this, you took a line drive off the leg. If he's out for any amount of time, we have no, I mean, just, we thought maybe this would be a, a place of depth Our starting pitching. We have no depth and our, our bullpen is hurting. It's just, I'm really worried. And, and by, by the way, Texas, I, I don't know how today's game is going. Cause I, I don't have it turned on, but Texas went gangbusters when their first three games of their season. And they're right up there in terms of offense with the Orioles. Yep. And so I am seriously concerned about our pitching. No, it's definitely, and it's, um, we mentioned at the start of the show, we saw Kyle Bradish get, get hit and get pulled out of the game tonight early. Hopefully it's just approved. Hopefully it's all okay. But like, unfortunately, it's not really an issue where it's like, oh, well, let's just bring up Grayson because he did struggle. He pitched four innings and gave up two runs and he walked and how many four walks? guys. Four guys. That's it. And yeah. that was the big that, thing that, against him. Yeah, that's this, the thing. This his, spring his, was the walk rate. Yep. He, he, he can't locate his pitches. And that's an important thing in, in pitching. Yeah. Um, so I think he's not the answer yet. D.L. Hall had a decent spring, but was kind of late this spring. I don't know if he's an answer up here yet. Yeah, he's Unless, still building up his innings. I mean, the next guy up is going to be Spencer Watkins. That's the next guy up. Right. And, I mean, we've got a couple bullpen guys. Vespi looked good for the Tides this weekend. There's some bullpen arms, but I don't know. We need guys that have some depth. So, Yeah, um, guys who can throw, right. throw more than one inning. So, Dia Hall gets his first start tomorrow night in, for Norfolk. Yeah, but again, I don't think he's going to be ready to be caught up for the next start. Uh, I think he's going to no. have several starts down there. Nope. So hopefully and, Bradish is just a bruise because we need Bradish. Yeah, I can't believe in spring training, it feels like just yesterday we're talking about, oh, we have too many starters, not enough spots for starters. This is a problem. I mean, and, and I kept on telling people, yeah, like, no, yeah. this stuff will figure, this stuff will work out. Like, we're not going to have too much starting pitching. And shoot, we could use a Nathan Avaldi right now. Yeah, we could it, use a Sean Manai right now. Man. Right, right. Because we didn't have too much pitching. The two guys we were most excited about were not ready to be in the rotation. Yep. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And listen, D.L. Hall is not surprising. And it Grace Rodriguez, it's a little surprising that Grace Rodriguez is not here. It is. But also, he's but a it, young pitcher, and this stuff happens. And you have to, as a GM, you have to be prepared for this stuff. Right. For injury right. or just not pitching up to up to performance. No, it's why you went and signed uh, Cole Irvin and didn't try to count on Grayson and D.L. in your line, in your rotation. Yeah, but it's also why you should have signed. Yeah. It's the, goes back, it goes back to the beginning of the podcast. If we would have spent money, on pitching, I would feel better about this team right now. And this is not hindsight's 2020. Like we were talking about this during the offseason. Uh, yes. As guys were getting signed and signed and signed every week, we would come on here and say, Evaldi. Come on, yep. Orioles. Come on. Yep. 
it's your turn. Let's let's go. <laughs> we need a top of the rotation arm. If you can't get a one, give me a two or a three. Come yeah. on. Right. Well, they got us two fives. Yeah, they got us a couple fives. And hey, hey, you you pay for what you get. You pay right. for you, you get what you pay for. That's the saying. Not you pay for what you get. You get what you pay for. I flipped it around. <laughs> you mix it, mixing that uh, mixing those quotes up a little bit. Hey, you know, um, my other this is getting off the field issues. Okay. Um, if you want to go there, sure. My other sure. takeaway from opening weekend yeah. is your boy, Don Angelos. Remember? Oh, you were, oh, have you, we even? What's the you, wait? You were Team John to start with, Josh. I've always been oh. Team Lou. Is that how we? Is that how we did the brother? You took Team. Yeah, Lou? yeah. You originally were Team John. That's right. I was Team Lou. Me and Brady and Lou, where we were fighting I can't, for this team. I can't believe that we didn't talk about this. I totally forgot about this last week. Man, Josh, that guy's an idiot. Well, he it, just shut up. That's stop doing interviews. Why does he? He's everywhere right now. He's doing things on one hundred five seven. He was doing Kevin Brown post game interviews right. on Masson. He's 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 like. Everywhere well, and every time he talks, like he just says so many dumb things. And and, and he brings things up like he brought up the I got uh, a clip, Josh. You want to listen to a clip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get a clip. Okay. You know, if you play if you send me these clips ahead of time, we can get them loaded into the machine so it's oh, really? not you playing them off your phone into a microphone and we hope everyone can listen and hear them. Yeah. This All is right. well, let's hear it. I was listening to the Buster Only podcast and they oh, played a clip of I him. Heard, yep. They being interviewed up. by Jason Lacampaca on 105.7. And Jason Lacampaca's an idiot, so it doesn't take much. You brought this on yourself, Johnny. Yeah, I like Jason Lacampaca. Can I say that? I like him. Hey, but Because right. he comes on the Tony Kornheiser show, and he's really good on his Does podcast. he go on there to talk baseball or football? He talks football. All right. Anyway, here's here's comments, you know, me playing him on my phone, much to Josh's annoyance. All right, here we go. It's difficult for me to understand what that fascination is. So, you know, I, I don't know that I need to be uh, answering those kinds of questions from the, from, the, from the sun. I'm as transparent as transparent gets. You don't just measure that on one issue like that. It's just, it's just really silly stuff. And I don't see them asking, you know, the Nationals or the Ravens or any of those other teams to open their books. So I guess is it is it something that you think is sort of past or or based on what has been said, you still may sort of provide some sort of, I guess, inkling into how the sausage is made? Yeah, I mean, I don't know many companies that do that, that look at how the sausage is made. The league probably does have some issues. But again, we should be judged on our one loss record. We should be judged on our community impact. Our community impact is huge. 75 million people in uh, 30 years is visitors mm-hmm. in downtown Baltimore. Pretty big. And the last thing is we should be measured by how much we drive all of our profits back into the product on the field. Will the Orioles try to be proactive all right, all right. in getting an exception? Hold on, pause okay, there. Because any response to Adley Rutschman being yeah, no, I want to got to listen to that. But first, you can comment pause on that first all right. part. All right. You cannot say – I don't even know where to start. He says, judge us on how much money we make, we put back into the organization. We just got the report that you made $64 million profit. No, not the profit, amount of people. Josh, no, no, you're concerned no, about money. No, 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 he's concerned about the money. He's concerned about humans, about people. All right, right. Okay? But no, he said that you should be judged on the amount of profit you put back into it. 
and he just bad timing for that. He said he doesn't know why everyone wants to know how the sausage is made. Yeah, why is he, he brought his business asking he, about? <laughs> he brought this up. Dan yeah, O'Connelly, who I like, I like Dan, did not ask him to open his books. He said it's MLK Day. I'll open the books next week. He brought that up. Not Connolly, not anyone at the Sun. No one brought that up except for him. Yeah. And so and is, then he promised yeah. it then, and then he doubled down at spring training and said, "We'll do it." Yeah. And, and so he didn't try to back off. Michael Elias at least has tried to back talk, back walk, lift off. Right. He realizes how fans talk that. John Angelos doubled down in spring training, and then he goes in here and it's like, "I don't know why anyone's talking about this." Of yeah, course, no one's going to do this. And 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 I don't think I don't think John Angelos needs to apologize for not opening up the books. Actually, like I don't think he no. needs to say I'm sorry for I'm not opening up the books because but everybody knew he wasn't going to open up right. the books. The what he needs to apologize is, for is, is saying it. That's the right. thing. Like we don't care that you're not going to open the books. We knew you were going to open the books. We don't care. Just like say, hey, listen, I shouldn't have said that. If I, it's like if I said, Matt, I'm going to take you out to steak next week. And then I don't take you, and I don't take you. And you're not surprised because I live four hours away from you. I never expect you to take my stick. But I told you I was going to. And then when I, I didn't do it that week, I said, oh, don't worry. I promise I'm coming up. I'm doing it next week. I doubled down. Yeah. It's, a, it's like, Josh, it's like if a guy says, um, I'm going to give you a bunch of PlayStations. And you give him the money, <laughs> and he doesn't give you a bunch of PlayStations. It's exactly. And, <laughs> it's the... It's the uh, it's the PlayStation guy. I don't think we've said his name on here. So I, yeah. I will keep yeah, his Johnny name Angelos out again. is the PlayStation guy. Josh, is it the same person? No. Oh, it couldn't be. I don't. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he maybe was in I Florida. Was, oh. No, he lives in Nashville. Yeah, but he I don't know. in Florida but, with his spring training. But um, th- you know what? You know what? You will not see John Angelos. You will not see John Angelos go and tell Billy Joel, hey, I'm going to get you a limo and I'm going to sell tickets and have you perform at Camden Yards and then back off. And say, I don't know why Billy Joel wants to play in Baltimore. Yeah, and and I don't care about the interview. I really don't care because I don't care what what John Angelus says anymore. But Jason Lockenpaka, like the appropriate thing after that response is to say what you said. Listen, John, you said yeah. you were going to open the books. This now, is not us saying it. You said it. That's the appropriate follow up question. Right. And um, here's what I don't he, get. He missed it. Um, no, he didn't. He didn't miss it. He didn't miss it. They want John Angelos. They want to keep a good relationship with the Orioles. They're not the official Orioles radio network. WBAL and 98 Rock is now the Orioles radio network. So 105.7 is trying to stay in their good graces because they could easily say, hey, we're only doing interviews for WBAL from now on. Right. Which which I get. But like, and, and so this but, becomes on John Angelos. No, because- it becomes a business decision for Lacafora and WJ and uh, 105.7. Instead of asking a real legit reporter a question, right? And 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 Jason Lacanfora, like he calls himself this kind of insider, this reporter, right? No, and that's it's why I don't like, like me and you. Like I don't know how to interview a dude. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but like that's his job. So it right. just seems no. Dan know. Connolly would have followed up. Yeah, I don't that's know. You all... like Dan Connolly? He's not a friend of the show, so I don't have any strong feelings either way towards Dan. No, if I he think wants he is to come a friend the show, of the show. Hasn't he huh? been on the show? He's been on the show. Oh, he has been. Uh, yeah, wasn't he? I think he was on the show a few years ago promoting oh, his hundred day, hundred ways to be an Oriole fan or whatever. Oh, if that's true, then I like Dan. <laughs> yeah. Fan of the I'm show. Sure I'm, I'm with you, Josh. I'm a fan of Dan. 
I, I, I remember only, having I'm convers- only fans of people have been on the show. I remember having conversations with him about being on the show. So I think he was. Okay. I'd have it to could have been he just did something with you too. Like maybe I wasn't there. It could have been. It could have been without you. Just a couple of those. Um, yeah, you want to listen to the Adley comments? All right. Yeah, let's get to it. Because Josh, also this interview yeah. was done on opening day after Adley Rushman went five for five. Hit home run. We're all pumped. This is our dude, Adley. I know. And then he's asked about an Adley Rutschman extension. Let's go. And Josh, there's a million ways to answer this question. Even if you have no intention of re-signing Adley, there's a million appropriate ways to answer this question. And here's how he answers it. Extension done with an Adley Rutschman, a Gunnar Henderson, or one of your young stars. Baseball is different than all other sports. And the Pittsburgh Pirates owner is always going to take more criticism than the Pittsburgh Steelers owner because the Steelers the Steelers are not going to be out bet because it's against the rules in football. And, and, and in baseball, that's not our system. So it, it's always going to be tougher. The hardest thing to do probably other than hit a curveball as an athlete is to, is to work in a, out of a smaller mid-market team in an unbalanced system like baseball. Okay. Can I just say, before we critique it, can I just say the irony of, of this is it's dripping with irony. Because anyone who follows the work of Jason Lockenfora and his his time on 157 covering the Ravens, he's been screaming from the rooftops that this salary cap in the NFL is fake. Yes. And the rave there are ways to work around it, and the Ravens are cheap. And he's been screaming that over and right. over again with this Lamar thing. Yeah. Now to have, you know, John Angeles come and say, Hey, listen, I can't sign any but guy because, you know, the NFL is fair, but we're not fair. We're in the small system. How about is the irony is not lost on me. I did a little Google search after this that to rank uh, baseball teams by their city market size, okay. and it listed the Orioles as twenty four. Yeah, out of you know who came in as number twenty six, uh, the, the San Diego Padres. Well, yeah, yeah. And guess what? The San Diego Padres not only signed Manny Machado to a long term contract twice, they've also built up and brought in other stars around him. So yeah. don't give me this crap. Winning baseball? Don't talk about filling the seats. Don't talk about the amount of people you brought into the city for um, that then brought money into the city. Because winning baseball makes you more money. It fills up the stadium. It brings more people into the city. Playoff baseball? It increases the value of your franchise, which is all, what's yeah. all about. Yeah. yeah. Playoff baseball does good for the entire state. And really good for your pockets. Yeah, and that, um, and we know, we know, you made sixty million dollars last year. You don't need to pay all that to Adley. A small percentage you, of that could go to Adley. You could still make fifty million and pay Adley. Like you can do both things. And it's funny how he's doing this all the time. John is drawing on teams when it fits his narrative. Oh, like I don't want to sign players. We're like the Pirates. <laughs> right. He, he goes when you could compare yourself to the Cardinals, another mid-market team, or the uh-huh. Padres. Like there's other mid-market teams who are not who are ex- able to extend no, players. It's not you don't about don't need to compare yourself to the worst franchise in baseball. Right. It's about excuses. Players. It's like if Steve Bashotti stood up and said, "We can't sign Lamar. We're the Redskins. Look at what the Redskins are doing." You yeah, can't, can't compare say that word, but yeah, I get you. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Washington Commanders. Yes. Um, <laughs> now you threw me off. <laughs> you totally threw me off with that. But um, Josh, isn't that such? 
Because an easy response could be, and here's to John Angelos' credit. This is something really good I want to say about John Angelos. I watched him on the Mass and Post game interview, yeah. and I liked that interview. Do you know why I like that interview? Because Kevin Brown interviewed him, and Kevin Brown didn't ask him any questions about baseball. Right. He asked him questions about concerts. If you're going to interview John Angelos, just ask him questions about concerts is all he cares about. Baseball is done by Mike Elias. If you're John Angelos, all you should keep on saying is all baseball decisions are run by Mike Elias. You pay the dude enough money. He can be your scapegoat for why you're not signing guys. I would refer all questions back to, to Mike Elias. And if you ask specific questions about Adley, we're going to handle each situation on a case-to-case basis. But Mike Elias handles the baseball operations. That's all you have to say. Yes. But he goes in this whole thing justify. He like immediately goes into, into defense mode. Like defense mode. Well, instead of saying like how much he loves Adley, how good you know what? a contributor Adley is, he just goes immediately into defense mode. It's just the whole attitude is you know so what? off-putting. And I can't believe we're talking about this I, after the opening weekend. Thanks, I John. I can't believe that we're now all Team Lou. All of Baltimore is Team Lou. Yeah. The best thing that John Angelus could do is be like his dad. Stay away. Well, Don't open your mouth. Well, yeah, I mean, the irony again with that is John, and- I mean, Peter Angelus is criticized for meddling too much with the team. And he spent a ton of money. Right. And now John is like not meddling with the team, and, but doing too much talking. <laughs> well, and what I don't, yeah, what I don't get is normally like the son that didn't do much to earn his role, that didn't do much to earn anything to earn the team is the one that goes out and freely spends the money because he didn't, he didn't do all the hard work to earn it. Where Peter did all the hard work and he spent a lot more to try to make the team win. Well, well and, and, and on the one and, hand, that's, that's weird. On the other hand, well, Peter Angelus, I think, cared about, about the winning. winning. I, don't yeah, want, I, I, don't, I don't think John cares. No, John has a cool concert venue that happens yeah. to play baseball games. And he wants to do this whole renovation thing, turn it like the battery in Atlanta. Like, that's his interest. Yeah, his interest is not the winning, venue. Not, not winning the a World Series. No, it's not the field. It's everything around the field. Yeah, which is too bad for fans of the team on the field. Right. Um, yeah. And maybe that, was the, maybe that was the conflict with Brady Anderson. Maybe Brady Anderson wasn't a spy. Brady Anderson just wanted to win baseball games. Yeah, maybe he was a hero. And we all drove him out of here like some kind of we didn't, Benedict Arnold. But he we, didn't drive him, we didn't drive him out of here. <laughs> uh, we did nothing, Josh, because all this is out of our hands. Yep. We're just we're just stupid pawns no. in their big chess game. I still think Peter Angelos deserves a standard ovation at Camden Yards. All right. What about well, what back. would you do if they showed John on the Jumbotron? Tarn Fetters. Tar and feather. Yeah. So. All right. Um, well, that's that. Josh, this um, coming week, we got Texas. Then we yeah. got opening day. Uh, we're feeling good here. Right? Are we oh, we're still optimi- great. optimistic? All right. All right, yeah. good. I'm feeling great. Uh, Gunnar Henderson's warming up. Adley had a great weekend. Austin Hayes had a good weekend. And... Home our, pitching, our pitching can't get worse. <laughs> uh, Kyle Bradish got knocked out today. Well, I so mean, after today, after that, it can't get worse from now. It's got to just go up. So, um, yeah, I am. Uh, I am. Now nah, I'm throwing off. I am hopeful because, yeah, the Rangers came in hot. If we can play well with the Rangers this series, or we went there hot, uh, we got out of the cold weather. 
no one's taking into account what that cold weather in Boston is, does for the pitchers. I don't know what it does for McKenna, but I know it affects the pitchers. And they went from the warm Florida to the cold Boston. Uh, the weather in Baltimore is supposed to be really nice this week. I keep on checking. Is it going to rain? I see a little bit of chance I of see rain. rain, but I keep yeah. seeing numbers in like high 60s and high 70s. And I love that. So that gets me excited. It is the yeah, Yankees. One for Thursday. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees have been playing well, so that's concerning. The Yankees are good. Yeah, but I mean, in order to do anything this year, we're going to have to play well against the Yankees. And the good news for our pitching is we moved that wall way back. Right. That's good news for our pitching. And who do, who do we host after the Yankees? I, I haven't looked. I mean, my my whole focus is range. My whole focus really is opening day. Okay. So as yeah. far as I'm concerned, the season ends after the Yankee series opening opening day. All right. After um, that, we have the Oakland Athletics. Okay. We'll destroy yeah. them. I hope so. I feel good about that. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, this weekend, we'll both be at opening day. Yep. Josh, when yeah. when when are you getting to Baltimore? I get to. I am driving to Baltimore on Wednesday. Oh, you're driving. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Because I have all this stuff I got to bring up for the uh, for the booth. Okay. So you're you're flying in on on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. I think I get in around I don't know nine thirty or ten. Okay. All right. Maybe after that. May, may, yeah, I think around ten. Got it. All right. Well, yeah, I will be by that time. I will be downtown. I think it. I think ten to three is when I've got a booth outside the stadium. All right. So people well, can come whenever I get the stadium, I'll come by. Yeah, come on down, and then uh, we'll be at the game on Saturday, and we're gonna say uh, do a little listener meetup, center field bar, uh, six o'clock, like the hour before game time, six o five, up there. All right, uh, sounds good. And then I am not sure. I might go Sunday. You fly back on Sunday, right? Yeah, we leave at like six a.m. on Sunday morning. Yeah, I might back. go Sunday, and I believe I'm going on Monday as well. So How long are you going to be in Maryland for? I am I am getting a tour of the White House on Tuesday. Shoot, Josh. I was thought that we could do that on Friday. Nah, Couldn't make yeah. it work for Friday? Uh, good Friday. No tours because mm. good Friday. So I'm going to do that on Tuesday. And uh, then I believe I'm going to drive back on Wednesday. So I think I'll be in Maryland about a week. All right, Six cool. days, seven days, something like that. So cool. I'll uh, see some friends there, check some things out as well. As well as... I work. My job changed, but now I can work remotely like 95% of the time. So I'm going to be working from Maryland. Yeah, cool. So. All right. Sounds good. I'm pumped for opening day, all the festivities and all of it. It's going to be oh, I'm, I can't. I'm excited to get back into Camden Yards. I'm just glad baseball's back. Me too. The turn Me game's too. on every night. Oh, can I ask you this? I yep. pushed this on Twitter, and I was surprised I didn't get enough interaction. Why is opening day always on Thursdays? Wouldn't it make more sense to have opening day on a Wednesday, Thursday's your off day, then you have a full weekend of baseball, and just start it with four-game series? Yeah, I've never really thought about before. I, I mean, I get, I get the off day after opening day. Right, but an off day Friday sucks. It does. Um, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know why they do it. I, I'm it, sure there's a reason why they start on Thursday, or, or maybe it's just tradition. I, I, don't I think know. I, it's a good question. It's probably a tradition, but you're screwing with everything else in baseball, so why not mess with this tradition? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'm sure it's something that I'm sure it's keeping it as a three game series instead of a four game series. Because my plan, you would do a four game series because you would play. Friday, yeah, you don't want to make Sunday. the travel day on after a Saturday game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, 
to keep it the three game series. Yeah. Right, but I would I would think just open up with a four game series. You're gonna play some four game series during the year. Open up with a four game, especially since you have a day off. Bring in a four the same team for four games and have some fun with it. Get a full weekend. Have some fun with it. All right. I hope uh, baseball celebrate it. Yeah, I hope baseball's listening. And I hope Theo Epstein is, is hearing this. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, anything you want to plug? I mean, of course, you could the booth. Come see check me. Check out the booth. On, I'm on gonna Nintendo. have uh, I'm gonna have the Gunnar Henderson shirts, the the birds shirts, which is my favorite. That just says the birds in the wire font. Yep. I got I'm one gonna of those. have them in a couple of different colors. I'm gonna have the 2023 World Series champion. I got one of those sir, shirts, and I'm going to have the birds are back shirts. I believe. No, maybe. I don't remember what the fourth shirt is. Okay. So I'm gonna I got have a that 2023 before I realized that Brian Baker was our best bullpen arm in 2023. Yeah. If I would have known that. I, I don't know yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'm sure. hoping. Uh, I'm hoping we play a little better before then, so those shirts will sell. Yeah. Because I think they're cool, just simple shirts. So yeah, I'm gonna have all shirts, uh, all shirts on sale in person for 20 bucks. So come right. by, grab a shirt. Going with 20 bucks because you should have a 20 dollar bill, and I won't have to give you change. Fair enough. And nice round that. number. So I like that. Do that. Continue to follow Birdland Sports on everything and check out the, that for a whole lot more shirts up on that website. All right, cool. Yeah, if, you, if you're not following us yet, you should be following us on all your social media platforms. Uh, the best place is probably Facebook and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Roca. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. <laughs>